Ireland's Classic Hits Radio and you know I am so delighted today because this woman was the biggest pop star at the start of my teens which is really the time that you're so into your music and you're you're buying your Smash Hits magazines and you're watching Top of the Pops. Gabrielle, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi Trina, thank you very much. It's such an important time isn't it? That kind of period in your life when you're a teenager and you're mad about the music. Yeah, it so is. And, you know, and that's the time where that's the, you know, you go into that thing of self-discovery, don't you? It's like yeah. into the music you like, although when you're a teenager, it changes. But, you know, it, but you never forget that time. And Absolutely. I think music defines your young years. And I think, uh, so Dreams came out in 1993. So that was like yeah. literally going into the teens there for me. Yeah. That was your, your very first single, but you were really young yourself, weren't you? Yeah, I was 23 when that came out. So, um, yeah, it's mad. I, 23, had no idea what was going to happen. Just was just so excited that I would have a song that was being released. And I think what happened after that was just crazy and, and phenomenal at the same time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's mad times, mad times. Did you have an inkling that you had a hit on your hands? Because I know you, you'd recorded it before, hadn't you, before that you'd done it, a sample yeah. of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car in it. And that was, that was ditched and then you did the re-recording. Yeah. Did I know? No. And I remember actually feeling a little bit depressed um, because of the fact that, like you mentioned, there was a, a recording of it originally. And I remember that there was a bit of this thing with the old producers, not the one whose name's on it, Tim Laws, but there's another guy who we saw, not what's his name. But um, he pressed a lot of the records um, and was selling them. And so I didn't get any money from that. And then it was a case of, it seemed that everyone had it. And I was like, well, when I got signed, I was like, well, who's going to buy it now? Yeah. You know, I don't think anyone's going to buy it. Everyone's got it. I mean, you know, thankfully, I don't realise that, you know, our country's so big. It was just a case of it came out and became the highest ever debut song by a debut artist. So, wow, that kind of that kind of sent me like in a kind of mad thing of thought and trying to process this whole thing whilst trying to do the promotion surrounding the song and my everything that came with that so yeah. you know looking back now 30 years on I'm like I can't believe that do you know what's funny I'm glad when, it did when you say that he was selling it it sounds like he was selling them out of a suitcase on the high I know, street he probably something. was he probably was he probably was he probably was he do you know there was plenty of those yeah. fellas in Dublin in the city centre with a suitcase and they had like they, they'd copied they'd copied you know all those compilation tapes exactly. cassettes and they'd copy them and try and sell them for a fiver but um, I love the fact that as well you know back then I was only saying this the other day it used to be brilliant you know when someone's birthday or it was Christmas you knew that there'd be an album that they'd be after and you could go and buy that as a present and it doesn't happen as much anymore because people aren't buying the physical you know CDs they're they're, they're downloading and all that kind of thing but like that was such a big thing wasn't it you'd you'd have your list of albums that you wanted and you'd put that on, on your birthday list but you know something you are absolutely right but thankfully there's people who still buy CDs because my birthday in July um, this year, I got a few CDs because um, my daughter loves stuff like that. And she knows I love to listen to CDs. Um, and so as much as I can, you know, when you're streaming and you're, you know, whether it's Spotify, whatever, but I love the physical and I, I know I'm going to be devastated that they ever decide to just completely discontinue it. I but I love the fact that, you know, records like in my house my daughter loves records so she has a record player see they're so all back the now aren't they yeah i love in a big that way. and i just think look, it, exactly and i love that and so i still love the physical side of things so mm. 
you know, like you said, in the olden, I shouldn't say olden days. <laughs> we sound about you... 102, don't we, Gabrielle? <laughs> <laughs> if you sound like 102, I sound like 152 then. But um, you know what I mean? But it, it, it was fun. And for me, it's still fun. Like like I said, my daughter brought me copies of albums that I remember saying, oh, my God, I used to have that. Where is it? And, you know, and CD form. So for me, the dream of the CD is to very much alive. Yeah, well, you say the CD. I can't let go of the cassettes. I still have them. And I don't know why I still hold on to them. <laughs> I, I do have one little, small little Get A Blaster. Do you remember the Get A Blasters that I could That's still play cassettes on? <laughs> <laughs> you know something? I'm with you on that. My daughter was online and she saw um, a little cassette version of If You Ever, the one that I'd done with E17. She had to get it for me. I was like, I want that one. And it's it's crazy that, you know, these things are still in existence. I've still got a few cassettes. But, and in the early days, I used to record a lot of my stuff on cassettes. Like, you know, sessions with, in the studio with like a little cassette and then it changed and stuff like that. So I still have all the old ones. Good. And I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, I hope I assume you have a copy of every single single that you've released yourself because sometimes I I speak to artists and they don't even have a, a copy of their own songs. They don't have them all. I think I think I've got most. I, I'm trying to think. I think of all the singles and stuff like that in albums. I've definitely got them all. I'm just trying to. No, I definitely have because, like I said, when they were released in my time, we had cassette. And although I don't have all the ones on cassette, but I've all got like the CDs and the albums of the stuff that I've released, if I remember rightly. And I know my daughter and my manager had to get me a couple that I didn't have, but I pretty much have. Yeah. But I, I can understand how it happens. So you stick them on in the car when you're driving around, listen to yourself. <laughs> CD, I do. Because, you know, the, the things with the CD, you can put it on and you know that that's the one thing you want to listen to and you could be driving, but... You know, if you if you've got like Spotify on your phone, you can't you can't you can't be looking down to change because of the fact that you're driving. So it's not you know it's illegal. Yeah. But with a CD, you can put it on and you can just press the button and go. And I don't like the idea that if it shuffles on a Spotify list, it depends on what your playlist is. I'm like, no, I'm not having it. I like the traditional way. I'm very still old school, so I love the idea. I love the old physical CDs in the car. Put them in and play it from start to finish and you're good. And that's yeah. how I love it. Yeah, unless, of course, you listen to my radio show, which you never switch off. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it's funny because you talk about the old songs there. Like, uh, the, obviously, the, the very first one was Dreams. And I was saying how, you know, that started my whole teens. But then when I was getting into that age of the, you know, the, the dating and all that. And, oh, my God, the Bridget Jones song, Out of Reach. Yeah. That, that just, <laughs> it's like the soundtrack to my life. Your music collection. Oh, I love that. I mean... <laughs> You know, I love that song. I love the character that Colin Firth played. He's yeah, because I, I am Bridget day. Jones. Well, I was Bridget Jones. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was for a time. <laughs> Listen, I, I hear you on that, you know. And so, yeah, that was one of my favourite things to have done, to write for that movie. I didn't know initially when I read the book that I'd be asked, but, you know, the, the head of my label who gave me the book, he knew exactly what he was doing yeah. and didn't tell me, just gave me the book, went on holiday, came back, he asked, what do you think? And I loved the book. I loved the characters. So to do that and then know that that song is, you know, like the soundtrack of many people's young, you know, lives are falling in love. Yeah. I love that. I love it. The love unrequited it. love, I would say. In my life, yeah. Um, so how did you do, you're like, you were a single mom doing all this. How did you do it all? I, I'm not a single mom and I struggled trying to do the radio show, do the school run, do everything. How do you do that when you're a pop star? Oh my God. Well, initially, when I first kicked off, I was, I was child three. 
child free. So it wasn't until I was my dreams came out in ninety five I had my son. So I I've got to credit my mum because I couldn't and probably wouldn't have gone off to you know, leave my, my child behind which I know most people have to do, but it was such a mad time. You get so protective. So I was lucky that my mum had been a, a you know, a qualified social worker and she kind of gave up her job to look after my son that wow. so I could go off and do. So I was really fortunate and I'm totally aware of how hard it is as a single mum and I couldn't have done it without the help of my mum. So, you know, uh, it was it was an amazing experience and, you know, it was always hard going um, away from home and leaving him and then I ended up having two children. Yeah. But now, you know, I've got grown-ups. They're both grown-ups and now I'm a grandma. But You're, at that free. Time, <laughs> You're free! You're free! That's why I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> I am absolutely free. She's but out every night of the week now. <laughs> exactly. But being a single mum, it wasn't easy. And I salute every single mum and dad out there who have to do that because it, you, you just need, you need like, I don't know, What's that? A million gold stars because yeah. it's work, and you know, but you know, you're all doing great jobs. We did great jobs. I've done a great job. That's what I told you. Anyway. Sorry, <laughs> did you just say, Gabrielle, that you're a granny? I'm a granny now. Stop. My my little grandson is five months old, and he's a little cutie. Oh, Hell gorgeous. yeah! I can't believe it. Yeah. So you're going out and touring and you've got a little baby grandson at home when you should be at home changing nappies, helping out. <laughs> no, I, I, I do help out. Um, he came to my first show. His first ever show was his grandma's show. So there's little pictures of him with, with his little ear defenders on, oh. you know, <laughs> holding on to his mum. And that's really cute. But yeah, I, I get the beauty about being a grandparent. You get to hand them back. Oh, you do, yeah. I know, I know. But come here, the mass singer. What an experience doing that. We were gl- what an amazing. First of all, when that show, when we first heard that was going to be coming on telly, I remember talking about it on the radio, going, "I have no idea how this is going to work. This sounds yeah. like it just a completely mental show. Um, <laughs> no one's going to watch it." And then the first episode came on. You're like, "Wow, this is a show." that the entire family loves and it, it entertains it's everybody. Nice. And what? And, oh my God, you're incredible. And I I don't know how I didn't guess that it was you. <laughs> it's so obvious what? now. Oh my gosh. I was trying and I, I you know, the, the aim of the show was to try and disguise your voice. And it was very hard sometimes for me to like try and remember that I am not me, but I was Harlequin. And so it, I'm like, but me and Harlequin have the same voice. You and Harlequin should not have the same voice. So it was funny. It was it was it was fun to do. It but it was crazy. And like you said, it was a, a show for the whole family. And I think that's what made it so popular. Yeah. And on top of that, we were in lockdown. We had no choice. <laughs> yeah. Catch up Something to do. What? Exactly. What you must have been sweating though. Were you sweating in those the outfit? Mm. Yeah. Menopausal. Oh, stop. Claustrophobic. Oh my God, I threatened to quit. I was like, I'm, I'm not doing this. It's like having to be talked off a lead initially. And then when I got used to it, you know, I kind of, I was okay. But when I, later on, you know, like, because we never get to see or know who the other contestants are, it's not until I was at home and watching the unmasking of Joss Stone, I'm like, oh my God, and she was pregnant. You know, it yeah. turns out she was pregnant. I, I had to see not moan. So I, I realised what a baby I was. And I, I'm blaming that on my menopausal self. <laughs> oh, God, look, it's allowed. Absolutely allowed. So you didn't know who the other people were. How did they? How Not did at they, all. How? The logistics of that show. Crazy. Listen, they were, you know, they were like military operatives the way they did it. And I respect them. And like I said, the real military's got nothing on the mask. 
Marsinger executives because the way they they ran it, the way that they were allowed that complete secrecy and allowed everyone to be anonymous. It was it was in, incredible. Jeez, your yeah, family must absolutely. have thought that you were off having an affair or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, my son's in the music industry, so I could tell him because of the fact that he's part of the industry. So um, what's the word? Um, discretion and keeping secrets is an absolute must. So I had to tell him. But aside from that, not even my mum or my best friend knew none of them knew. So he's the only one I, who I had to tell because I, he had to know why I was going to be there and keep an eye on his sister and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, even though yeah, she's still growing up. But it was one of those things where, yeah, but no one else knew and I had to avoid phone calls. Lost, lost one of my good friends because of it because I think she got really annoyed. But it, it's my business. It's That's how you keep you know the the show being top secret and stuff yeah. like that so oh. it was amazing yeah god i remember seeing the clip of um Pe- um of shirley and martin kemp and uh yeah. the way there was their, they lied to their whole son their son was on the radio saying who are these two and he couldn't believe that his parents had lied to him as well brilliant, brilliant I don't blame him. he could have told the whole radio show of course. that's the thing yeah that's why they tell us nothing we let things slip accidentally uh, we have a competition running here called what did lucy kennedy say to column hayes it's a clip it's worth a lot of money and people have to figure out what the missing word is and they actually don't tell us because they're afraid we're going to accidentally say it so every time oh, wow. a contestant comes on to play we have to go to the, the boss and, f- and find out whether it's a yay or a nay so oh, wow. we can't be yeah, trusted that's... come here I'm going to end with asking you the most unreal people that you've you've met in your career who really kind of blew you away Gabrielle oh my god who blew me away oh god off the top of my yeah you know what it has to be Adele because she's this amazing megastar and she's so down to her so beautiful so humbling for me, I was humbled to meet her, but she was just so just down to her. So I was blown away just because she could have been some, you know, she she's greatness, but she walks around everyone and she's just this normal, lovely, gorgeous stuff. But she's not normal, really. Yeah. But obviously her background, but she was phenomenal. So I've got to say I was blown away by her. Her and, and you know what, Nelson Mandela. Oh, wow. Yeah. In well, fact, Nelson, as much as I love Adele, all right, I'll, put, I'll put Nelson Mandela first and Adele second. So if I could do that. Yeah, because he blew me. He absolutely blew me away. I was blown away by Adele's talent, but him, just the whole, his, you know, the history behind him and what he achieved. It's, yeah, for yeah. him. And then Adele, so yeah. Yeah, well, I think Adele said that you blew her away. So it's, um, you know, the mutual yeah. admiration it's society. 100% because she's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. She's phenomenal. Well, you are coming to Ireland. I'm delighted to I say am. you're going to be at the Three yes. Olympia in Dublin, the 15th and the 16th of November. And then Legoland yeah. and Galway for the 17th of November, the 30th That's anniversary right. of your first number one hit. Oh, wow. You know, the anniversary of my number one hit, the anniversary was the... 7th of June this year so the fact that 30 years have gone by so the anniversary is, is kind of mad it's yeah. this year is 30 years so oh, it's crazy Can you promise me you're going to do all the hits though none of this like you, you know the way some artists can go do a gig and they play all the songs That's and not, nobody knows No let me tell you now I am I am known for I will give you the hit because I couldn't get away then I wouldn't want to go and do a show I'd feel like I was robbing people if people come to see those kind of songs like you know Out of Reach Dreams or those kind of songs and I don't sing it that would be mad. 
and I do sing the songs that people know. And I've got to throw a few others in there, but you will be getting the hit. That's what my shows are always about. Gabrielle, if you feel like doing Perfect Day and you need a load of other singers to jump in, I'm <laughs> here. <never> I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hilarious. sing, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> I'll get you to sing that. You promise to come and I'll put the mic to your mouth and you can sing that. That'd be so much Oh, fun. brilliant. Look, you're an absolute legend. Thanks so much for coming on. I'm delighted to have spoken to you after uh, listening to you in my bedroom for all those years. Thanks Wonderful. so much for being so lovely thank you my darling thank, thank you, you. Take care. have a wonderful day it's Ireland's Classic Hits Radio